Who's starting? You're doing chapstick immediately, so I'm starting. <laughs> Why did you? Why did you choose this time to do chapstick? <laughs> Hello, Dubs. Because it smells amazing. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Hi, crisscross. It's been uh, it's been a couple weeks. It's been only uh, yes, two weeks because uh, last week there was anomaly. Anomaly. An abnormally. Anomaly. An abnormally. I think it's. I think it's anomaly. I know the word you're saying. <laughs> I'm saying the word abnormally. Which is a fake word. All words are technically made by humans. Not what I said. <laughs> I said yours is fake. No, so how are we defining fake when I just made it? Okay. So, yeah, last <laughs> week I had a cough and I thought it may have been COVID. And you did not hear need to hear much more than that. Yeah, nope. <laughs> you said, all right, stay home. All good. Uh, it turns out to not be COVID. I tested like twice uh, that day, that night, and the day after. Um, but I still have a little bit of a tickle, so apologies in advance if I cough a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. very upset because you invited the originator of this podcast over without telling me, and I would have not told you about my cough that may have been COVID, so I could have come over if I had known that. Um, Johnny, for any old school fans of the to the show, before we changed the name, before I was even on the show, mm-hmm. it was you and Johnny. Mm-hmm. When the show was called Enough About You, mm-hmm. then I joined as a guest, and mm-hmm. then I kept joining, and then I just stuck around, and then you couldn't get me to go away, and then Johnny went away. Yes. <laughs> and I haven't seen him in uh, a year. Yeah. And uh, and uh, he was he was here on the day that I could make it, and you are going to surprise me with his presence. Yes. And, yeah. Wait, the last time you saw him, was it at the brewery? When we went to the brewery, yeah. Oh, shit. That was the last time I saw him. That was like a year ago. Not quite a year ago. Uh, yeah, a year ago. It was in the summer. Yeah. I think it was over a year ago. No, it wasn't 2021. I, th- I was think it? it was over a year ago. Fuck. I think it was 2021. I miss him. And I was, you saw how you're like, I had a surprise for you last week. Uh, Johnny was here. I got so <laughs> mad upon hearing that. I wish I just lived my whole life without knowing that that was. The I almost week didn't tell you. Over. I honestly almost didn't tell you. So mad. But I just wanted you just to Just at know. myself. It wasn't mad at you. It wasn't mad at you. No, I, I just wanted you to know. Just my throat. Just wanted you to know. Um,. But yeah, we haven't we haven't talked in a bit. We haven't talked about the Mandalorian in a little bit. We need to because you are an episode or so behind. You are still one episode behind. One episode behind. There are five episodes out. You have seen four. I've seen four, and and we can now finally talk about that thing that happened at the end of one episode that I was freaking out about. Okay, <laughs> which right, so is spoiler alert for Mandalorian up to episode four. Yeah, uh, Bo-Katan jumps into the waters of the mines beneath Mandalore to save Mandal- Man- Mandalore the Mandalorian uh, Din 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 Jaren. And sees a fucking goddamn mythosaur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when she bathes in the living waters, which we called, and we also called last time we spoke about it. Mm-hmm. Technically, she also bathed in the living waters. Yeah. That's what which, you just said. <laughs> right, right. But like we, we talked about it back before it happened. Yeah. As far as it being acknowledged as a part of her character arc. Yeah, exactly. Um, so she... She jumps in and uh, she 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 gets all wet in those waters, mm-hmm. and then hasn't removed her helmet since. Um, so she's part of she follows the rules of the Children of the Watch now. Um, so that's cool. Um, and she saw a mythosaur, and when I tell you, I nerded out. <laughs> Like, words do not do it justice. I, like, gasped and did, like, the Leonardo, like, point at the screen thing. Like, that's a mythosaur. And my sweet, sweet fiance was like, are we supposed to know what that is? And I was like, I do. And I was like, it's the the symbol. And it's, like, the the skull with the big horns and the big teeth. The Mandalorians. And Boba always had it on his shoulder. And they mentioned it in episode one of The Mandalorian. Kuil, the little little guy, Mm -hmm. was like, you are Mandalorian. You are known for riding the mythosaur. Uh, and I was like, is and he said that. And I was like, oh, are they going to show a mythosaur in the show? And then two seasons went by. And I was like, they're probably not. And then boom. Oh, my gosh. Incredible. So that has me so hyped for where this season is going to go. Uh, and then uh, that was what? Episode two. That was at the end of episode two. That was end of episode two. And then uh, episode three was very good. Episode four was very good. I you kinda... liked episode three. Uh, oh, yeah. Episode three was the Pershing one, right? I kind of forgot about that. I was about to say, I kind of forgot what happened in episode three and four. And that's why, because it wasn't a very Mandalorian. It was not a very uh, Mandalorian episode. episode. It was a, uh, it was a Dr. Pershing episode, which I thought was very interesting. That episode almost felt like a, an episode of Andor. Like it was very like intrigue, sneaky, political, like 
the uh, inner workings of the system. Yeah. I mm. I don't understand the motivations of why she did what she did to the doctor. Well, let me just say this. Because I have seen episode five. Okay. So, oh, so they go. They go. <laughs> I'll be honest. Episode three was good, but a lot of it I was thinking, this is neat. But I want Mando and Grogu. <laughs> but I'm here for the Mandalorian. Yeah. So I'm curious how much emotional context it will bring me back into in episode five. I think there's the Mandalorian story. And without saying anything about episode five, I think the Pershing story, whatever is happening over there in, in Coruscant. Coruscant and whatever, is also building towards there's going to be a cross section that happens in the finale or near the finale. I think mm. it, that's building to something and Mando is building to something. And in episode five, you could see that it's building in the similar direction. So they're going to, I hope, I really hope that I really hope that Bo-Katan touches on Mandalore again with, with all the Mandalorians. And they all go back and she tours them around. And yeah. Like, this is where I used to grow up with my yep. sister. This yep. is where I was handed the Darksaber for the first time. Yep. And and then, people. Exactly. And then, um, yeah, we, we see the rise of Mandalore once again. That'd I think that'd be, cool. be so fucking cool. I think that's the end of the season. I think the end of the season is let's get ready for the rise of Mandalore. And then like season four is like rebuilding. Um, How many seasons are signed on? I don't Five. know. I do not know. Um, I, don't know I know this is an eight episode season and episode five just came out. So you've seen half the season already. Oh, you know what that means? Huh? There's a Marvel thing coming <laughs> in about three weeks. Right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't there? Gotta keep the secret invasion. Secret invasion was delayed. Secret invasion should have already started by now. So Why, that's did they delay it because of... I think they delayed everything. <laughs> it was, it was just, Hey, let's give, let's give their room to breathe. Maybe. I mean, they're doing Bad Batch and Mandalorian at the same time right now. That's Star Wars, Star Wars. The Star Wars Marvel thing is usually the handoff. <laughs> right? You can't have to do different things going at the same yeah, time. Exactly. But you, but you no. could have multiple Star Wars threads. No, seriously. Seriously. Yeah. It's, I two mean, different fran- it's literally two different franchises. I think that's how Bad Batch Season 1 and Mando Season 2 were. They were happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. Ba- Bad Batch and something was happening at the same time. Andor, Obi-Wan, or something like but that. But it wasn't Marvel. No, that's true. Exactly. So we got a Marvel thing coming, and it's Secret Invasion or no? It is, right? It's Secret Invasion is the next one, and I think Loki is after that, besides Guardians of the Galaxy, the movie. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So it's going to be Secret Invasion. Which I think is going to be really cool. Which plays into... The Marvels, maybe. No, it plays into Phase 5. Maybe... Technically, it's not Ant like Man is l- the beginning of Phase Five. Because what? Come on, you got this. I'm trying to tie the cinematic. They're releasing them chronologically, right? Oh, don't try to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt your brain that way. I, I think I think they are right. It's chaos right now. I think everything from Far From Home, Spider Man Far From Home, to now. Happened at the same time. <laughs> it does not oh, matter when they really not literally. Like there is an order of that clearly happened after this and this happened before that. And so yeah. the Eternals happened around the same time. I mean, everything's happened within a couple years after the the blip. The blip ending. Everyone coming back. WandaVision, Loki. Well, Loki No, Loki is different. Because Loki is was like outside of time. Because he was in the TV. But Loki happened after the events of uh, Endgame. Kind of. But that Loki was 2012 Avengers 1 Loki who grabbed the Tesseract and disappeared. That was the Loki that we saw in that TV show. The Loki who was in Infinity War died and is dead. Yes. And then when they do the time heist, they go back and Hulk oh, yeah, whips open the Loki door grabbed and that, the tesseract. that Loki. So the bad guy from the first Avengers movie grabbed the Tesseract and dipped. Into this realm. Into Loki. The TV show Loki. Oh, so he technically doesn't know about the reality stones and Thanos as a story. No, he does. He Because he saw every version of himself and he oh, saw he Thanos watched. crack his neck. Oh. oh and he's oh, like, yeah, he oh did. shit, I die later. I died, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And he saw Rag, um, Ragnarok happen, so he saw Asgard get destroyed. So he is like... He's got up to speed. Hey, your life, that's going to happen after this. You have nothing to live for. <laughs> yeah, he's up to speed, though. <laughs> yeah, so he, he got caught up. Speed. up. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh man, I'm still that post credit scene for Ant Man has me so hyped for Loki season two. Really? Except for who's gonna be the bad guy now? Cause... Oh, we need to talk about that. That's <laughs> I, we right. do unfortunately need to. We talk do, about we that. do, we do. Oh wait, wait. First, before we do, is that all we're gonna talk about for Mandalorian? Oh, um. So, oh yeah. Let's uh, let's put a pin in okay. Jonathan Majors real quick. <laughs> um, Johnny Major Boy, yeah. Johnny Major Boy, yeah uh mandalorian i i liked the pershing episode it if, once i realized oh this is a side quest episode this is a side story episode then i was on board but for the first like 20 minutes i was like when are we going back to mando and grogu <laughs> like <laughs> it was super cool uh it was the whole like attack on on, on bo katan's castle yeah and they were fighting imperials awesome. these fucking imperial fighters came out of nowhere and there were lots of them lots of so them who are they bombers <laughs> yeah that's what i was curious about i was like that's what i want to know yeah um I, I i was a little disappointed by that episode just because they built it up for this big action sequence with mandal with the yeah. with, with din and grogu and bo katan the imperials and then i was just nope Let's see what's happening over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's I think show, that's let's why take, it was so jarring to so many people. Yeah. Let's take you to the streets of Coruscant. Yeah. And I was just like, what? <laughs> so basically what we got from that episode, just to recap it real quick, uh, mostly for myself, <laughs> Dr. Pershing uh, left Moff Gideon. Mm-hmm. And so did that pilot. I don't remember her name, um, but she was a pilot for Moff Gideon. They both left. They're both part of a new Republic order that I forgot the name of. That is like we're reintegrating you into society. You were the bad guy, but now you want to be a good guy. So you're like converted, and you're going to work in the special sector, and we're going to keep a really close tabs on you. And you're going to it's, live it's this, like in the this reentry block. program. Yeah, reintegration or yeah. something. Yeah, um, am- amnesty. I think it's called amnesty, program. Amnesty, program. amnesty program. Yeah, um, which is very interesting. That has right? like, some really cool implications. Um, and they live in this kind of like projects, like apartment block kind of thing, which felt very much like. Um, the guy from Andor who worked for the, not the Imperials, but the, like the contractors that worked for the Imperials, mm-hmm. Cyril, the guy yeah, named Cyril. Cyril, he worked in that like kind of weird apartment block. Not the same one, obviously, but it gave me similar vibes. Yeah. Similar administrative vibes. Yep. Yeah. Um, Pilot and Pershing knew each other back from their Gideon, Moff Gideon days. Uh, and she was like, you got, you were doing such great work and it doesn't matter who you're doing it for. You're going to help the, even if they don't want you to. So she's like pushing him and pushing him to like step out of his comfort zone and do something he's not supposed to do for what he thinks is the greater good. Clone technology. Clone technology, which I was like, oh, we're going to see what he was working on. We're going to like progress this a little bit more. This ties into, I'll, I'll give you my insight real quick. I, I was, I was telling my lady friend, I think this will somehow tie into a nugget for uh palpatine snoke and palpatine yeah. absolutely this is going to tie into that because in episode nine we saw a bunch of a vat with a bunch of failed snokes yep so that implies that snoke was a clone yep a failed clone of something i definitely think that's what they're building too yeah. and it's just going to take them all to do that yeah. and we haven't been watching bad batch but quick side note i've been hearing a lot that it's a, a lot about cloning again um, yeah. it's like season two of bad batch is like deep into the the lore of cloning in star wars it's yeah. so like Dave Filoni clearly loves clones, <laughs> so he's he's diving all in on that. Again, I always reference it. It was a big part of the comic books. Yeah, for Palpatine specifically, because he wanted to live forever. Yeah, exactly. So that was a big thing. But okay, continue. continue, um, continue. It's crazy that like Star Wars is. It's about all the things that it's about, but clones are such a through line, based on one line in Episode Four. I fought with your father in the Clone Wars. And everyone's like, what is the Clone Wars? <laughs> and then George Lucas wrote a whole prequel trilogy about it. And everyone's like, that's dope. Yeah. And now it's it's going through like the Mandalorian and everything. Uh, the sequel trilogy and stuff like that. Um, but she pushes them. They go into an Imperial Star Destroyer, I believe, right? That's what it was. Yes. You went to a big ship and a, uh, it was, and a it, was it was an Imperial Star Destroyer in the junkyard getting taken apart. Yep. And they went in, stole some stuff. They get caught and she's like, ha I'm a double agent. I tricked you into doing whatever, which I don't really know if the New Republic guys who like arrested them knew that she was pushing him to do that. Like, I don't know if their whole I don't thing think, was. I don't think they knew that. No, I don't think it was like, let's push people and see if they'll break. <laughs> I think she just like reported him like, hey, this guy's doing some crazy stuff. I'm going to go with him and come arrest us or arrest him. And then he's getting his brain lightly wiped <laughs> like he's he's getting a little zappy zappy. He's getting he's getting minor zappy zappies a part of the amnesty program. And the doctor says 
this isn't going to hurt you or erase who you are. It's we do very low doses to give you a sense of calm and ease. Yeah. Because any anxiety you're feeling and any kind of turmoil you're, you're thinking, we're essentially going to be replacing that with the warm and fuzzies. Yeah. To kind of calm you down, which is kind of fucked up in itself. Like that's a gnarly way to do that. What? We're going to like electrify parts of your brain. It's like they're lobotomizing them essentially in a way, but like very gently. Which is like, and they said it's old, like recycled imperial tech, which is like, the New Republic is just the new empire to a certain extent. Like, they're the good guys, but they're doing a lot of the same things that the bad guys used to do. Yeah. Like, they have a lot. And like, he was, he was working a big, like, office job, essentially, and had no freedom. And he was like, he had to, like, clock in. And then he got his, his little snack time. And he had to go live in his block apartment cell and stuff like that. But anyway, they were gently lobotomizing him with zappy zaps, and then she just dials up the zappy zaps, and I'm sh- assuming he's just, his brain is jello now. Yeah. Um, which is, so she's clearly still working for Gideon somehow. They keep hinting that, like, he never made it to trial, and, like, he might still be out there somewhere. I never thought about that, that that's why she's doing all this. So, yeah, that, you said, oh, and that's what I was building to. You were like, I'm not sure what her motivation is. She's, Pershing knows some stuff. And she just wiped his memory. Uh, she's she's cutting off all the loose ends mm. because maybe she's still secretly working for Gideon, but she's quote unquote in the amnesty pros program. So I think that's building somewhere. Um, and and yeah, I really don't know how <laughs> she's going to get away with that because <laughs> she was like, I'll take care of him. You guys can go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like he's gonna wake up and be like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're like what the fuck did you do um so yeah that's that has some implications maybe i guess i hope maybe somehow possibly um and then yeah it cuts back to mando and then what happens in episode four of mando I the foundlings oh the foundlings and the birds the big the big dragon creatures which that was that was really cool uh and i love how the, the big beefy mandalorian was like you have saved my son. Yeah. I like. I, I owe you a great debt. This is the way. Whenever they say this is the way, and they say it a lot this yeah. season, when it's bullshit, I go, and when it's cool, I, I put my hand on my heart and I go, this is the way. <laughs> Give me and, a bullshit time if they say that. Uh, like, you can't take off your helmet. This is the way. Or, like, I don't know. There's just... I can't think of any. It's a creed. Oh, it's the... Creed. Oh, we all have to go away from the campfire so we could take off our helmet and eat. But since you're the one leading this mission, you could stay by the campfire. Yeah. This is the way. I'm like, that's so fucking stupid. What are you talking about? You <laughs> Why get... do they have to leave their helmets on? It's it, it's their sign of dedication. That That's stupid. And it makes me go, it's just their sign of dedication. No, but when they're like, you have saved my son. I owe you great debt. This is the way. There's also... There's a hype ass moment in episode five where they say this is the way, and I like shouted, "This is the way." Um, <laughs> you'll know when you see uh, it, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. Season five is the best episode of this season. Episode five. Ep- episode five is the best episode. Oh, of the season, okay, by far. Okay, one of the higher episodes of the entire show. Oh, not to overhype it, but it's just. Incredible. I'm excited. It's really cool. I'm excited to catch up on it um so yeah i'm excited to see where it goes i love watching i also really like watching like the growth of grief karga like i'm thinking of him in episode one and he was just a dirty dude in a bar who was like hey i got another job for you but it's not that good <laughs> it, it'll pay like 20 bucks and now he's the high magistrate of of this planet yeah and he's like actually a really upstanding dude <laughs> like he's very clean cut and he and he uh cares yeah, he, for his people and he got on he got on the straight arrow he got on the yeah exactly a, a normal path yeah yeah it's very cool but and he still has that Carl edge weathers <laughs> but he still has that edge to him of just he used to be a bounty hunter i used to be not a good person yeah so don't <laughs> fuck with me <laughs> yeah so don't fuck with me i still have that i, I, I know I still it. know how to throw down <laughs> yeah um yeah very cool but anyway, that's Mandalorian. Do you have any other thoughts so far on the Mandalorian? On Mandalorian? Yeah. Uh, I would say I think they're doing a good job by kind of respecting the audience mm. in, on, in that the audience knows what's going on. Sure, yeah, yeah. Right? They're, they're not doing... 
they're not doing a lot of having to explain the backstory anymore, and we're just getting to experience the next chapter of these characters' journeys. We're here now. We're we're right. up to speed. We know what's going on. Yeah. Right. I mean, um, there's some exposition, right? When uh, when all the armor always gets forged, there's always some line that gets said to... <laughs> Let un- me tell you a great tale. <laughs> yeah. Do you explain and understand that? Yeah. Um. There's also a little bit with when they get down to the mines and Bo-Katan is like, let me read this dumb story. Yeah. That was just to fill us in on like the histories and the... Which is cool. Yeah. Like I, I like that. That worked. But it, it goes to show that there's... Uh, they're continuing to build the world we always thought of. Yeah. Which I appreciate a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, liked the, I liked how the episode started with, the, with everybody fighting and training. Yeah. Right, everybody, and it's just yeah, because you hear how they're all warriors, right? It's a warrior culture. They're in like boot camp twenty four seven, probably. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's awesome to see, to that. see that. Yeah, and the fact that they do that with children, yeah, it's gotta start them young. It's like the Jedi. Yeah, in a way, they start them with younglings. Yeah, uh, very cool. foundlings. <laughs> yeah, the foundlings, which I think is very cool. Yeah. Um, and also, we get to see the limitation of their jetpacks. Yeah, they run out of fuel. They run out of fuel. <laughs> and they slam onto the ground. Yeah, uh, which is cool because they went for a while. Yeah. Which, Which is, is, it was cool seeing them like f- travel on the jetpack. Travel, not yes, just exactly. jump out of the way of Obi Wan yeah. when you're trying to escape with your son yeah. from uh, the whatever that planet kimono? was. Kimono, kimono. No, no um, Camino, ca- 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 uh, There we go. I was like, it's right there, it's right there, it's right there. Mono? Yeah, Kinimono. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Really cool. I also, <laughs> I could not stop chuckling at when Bo-Katan was like. Have, have you ever heard of anyone seeing a uh, mythosaur? And she's like, oh, that's very cool. Yeah, a lot of people see them in their dreams. <laughs> and, she, and she was like, but I saw one. You had a vision of one? That's very cool. I saw one for real with my own eyes. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> it's like, I do not believe you for yeah. a second. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I was going to say more, but I won't. But uh, that, that was so funny for me. <laughs> like When you're talking to a kid and yeah. it was like, I saw a bear today. Oh, you did? That's really great, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you did. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I, I love this season so far. It's It's so consistently good. It's just a wild adventure. And there's some lore building. And there's a little bit of politics, um, but it's so cute with Grogu. The action is so cool. The action is so cool this season. Um, like so many of the fights and like the flying and I love his ship so much. The N1 Starfighter. It is so zippy and nimble. And like the cannons like punch. Like every time he shoots something, you're like, oh, take that. It's it's Star Wars, man. Yeah. It's, and then just little things like when they're traveling through hyperspace and Grogu sees the little whales, <laughs> the pergills out there. I like, come on. That is so cool. They're just doing such a good job. John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Just leave them Star Wars. I, I love the effects. The effects look Star Wars. Yeah. Which is great. I um, was talking to one of my friends today. There are a few instances of CGI that are a little rough. The Grogu flashback was a little rough. The there Grogu flashback specifically was the one. Uh, was a little rough. And then there are a few instances of practical effects that are a little rough. There is that swamp monster pirate guy uh, in episode two, I think. Uh, or episode one. The swamp monster pirate guy? Yes. You did see him. He was in episode one. Uh, when when Mando f- and Grief Karga fight the pirates and he shoots a bunch of them and lets one go away and then he chases him around they have like a dog fight oh yeah and then yeah, he, yeah. he pulls up to that big ship and that guy comes on the intercom is like Mandalorian, you can't come here anymore <laughs> like it was just he looked like a muppet <laughs> that's very original uh star wars it was very original stars but like ooh, that's aged and then specifically the training montage at the beginning when grogu jumps over the kid yeah it's like that's just someone dressed up a football like grogu and, to- <laughs> and tossed it up into the air like that could look a lot better and like grogu walking is like a little wonky a puppet yeah it's a yeah. puppet with like a potato sack and he has no legs <laughs> and yeah. he just wobbles back and forth like someone's holding a popsicle stick yeah. <laughs> uh it's so like some of it can be improved a little bit but it's still it's so charming the but the when cgi doesn't hit it's not charming but when when practical effects don't hit it's like ah, you guys are trying yeah <laughs> i get it i get it I get and like 
you always give practical effects a pass, I think, when it doesn't look perfect. But all right, so we have to get really, uh, really negative now with the next topic. Yeah, it's gonna get weird. We gotta be probably gonna have some opinions, and some people out there are probably not gonna like our opinions. Yeah, because they're opinions. (laughs) Take us there. Hey, everybody. So this is me, uh, Chris, recording after we finished recording the rest of this episode. Uh, And basically, we ended up talking about Jonathan Majors and the the situation that's going on over there. Uh, And a couple of things. Justin Roiland got mentioned, the stuff that was going on with him. Joe Rogan came up. A couple other creepy things came up. And it just kind of went off the rails and wasn't necessarily the fun podcast that we want to put out on the Internet. We both agreed that we represented our opinions well, so that's not something we're worried about. It's just not the vibe that we typically want to put out there. So this is a rare case where we're going back and editing something into the middle of the episode. Uh, So if you don't want something that's not super fun and entertainment focused, feel free to end end the episode right here. Uh, And if you liked what you heard so far, go ahead and give us a rating on iTunes. (laughs) But if you want to listen to this episode, kind of go down a rabbit hole of... uh, Uh, you know like abuse uh this is your trigger warning i guess for the rest of it it's not uh, a lighthearted rest of the episode um again we expressed our opinions uh we think in a fair enough way uh but just know that it's not the the typical fare that you're in for if you continue listening past this point okay enjoy maybe bye jonathan majors was arrested in new york city on saturday night i believe for assaulting a woman uh, who was his uh, girlfriend, his partner. Um, he And they were having an argument in the back of a cab, I believe. She called the cops. And then they arrested him and whatever. And then, uh, so there was that, which was <laughs> such interesting timing because uh, we saw a, I was, I was hanging out with some family members and I was sitting on the couch watching the UConn basketball game with my uncle and a commercial came on and Jonathan Majors was in the commercial. I think it was for the army or something. Yeah. He's in a military commercial. Uh, and I was like, oh, Jonathan Majors is so awesome right now. (laughs) My uncle's like, who's that? I was like, oh, him, he was in, uh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's been in, uh, Lovecraft County, the HBO show. He was in Creed. He was in the heart of they fall, (laughs) uh, which is like a really cool cowboy movie. He's in that, uh, War movie, the, 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 air, the, the, the airplanes, the Korean War, yeah, Korean War airplane movie with the guy from Top Gun who's also in a plane movie, uh, and then he's in the he's in Marvel movies now. He's just he's really charismatic and like really intense, uh, and he's just very good in everything I've seen him in. That night on my drive home, <laughs> I see the news article: Jonathan Mage is arrested for assaulting a woman. I was like, Jesus Christ! So my first instinct, the the biggest thing I feel about it is just. I, why do I keep forgetting that just everyone's an asshole? Like, well, well, you have to realize that there are situations. There are situations. There are situations. Yeah. Where perhaps there's justice. Justice. There's justice. For example, quote, I've always known that these claims were false and I never had any doubt that this day would come. I'm thankful that this case has been dismissed. But at the same time, I'm still deeply shaken by the horrible lies that were reported about me during this process. Most of all, I'm disappointed that so many people were so quick to judge without knowing the facts. I'm looking at you through your eyes, at your eye holes right now. <laughs> I, see, I see you. Based solely on the word of an embittered ex trying to bypass due process and have me, quote unquote, canceled. That it may have succeeded even partially is shameful. However, now that the legal case has ended, I'm determined to move forward and focus both on my creative projects and restoring my good name. That was a couple days ago, right? Or like yesterday or something? That was like last week or two weeks ago. No, this all happened on Saturday. No, what I just read happened two weeks ago. That was Justin Roiland's statement. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Not Jonathan Majors? We're just completely changing it up? We're not really changing it up. We're talking about two, two... Big name people who kind of taking the L is a casual way to put it, but they <laughs> yeah, but they found themselves in legal trouble. Yeah, um, and Justin found himself uh, innocent through the case being dismissed. Yeah, which is an exact. Well, we can talk about that after, but I wanted to bring that up because I wanted to talk about the situation with Jonathan Major more specifically in yeah. terms of 
Do we know the backstory of what's happened? So more and more keeps coming out every day. Okay. And I keep flip-flopping on what the fuck is going on. <laughs> and how am I supposed to feel about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was originally he was arrested for assaulting a woman. The woman is his ex-girlfriend or his girlfriend or something like that. Yeah. And then it happened in the back of a cab. Mm-hmm. And him and his lawyers are like, this is a misunderstanding. This is ridiculous. Nothing's going to happen. And it's like, mm, we'll see. Mm-hmm. I think that's what lawyers are supposed to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's trying to save face immediately. Uh, and then there's uh, cab footage from the inside of the cab that they are planning on releasing. It's like, okay, they're confident about this. Jonathan Major's party is releasing. Yes. Yeah. They want to release or something. Which means they're confident. And yeah, once you see the video, you'll know it's it's all it's all good or maybe not all good but it's but like it's, he it's didn't assault her. misleading yeah yeah or something like that um or this is blown out of proportion or it built up to this or something like that i don't know and then it, there was information about they somebody called the cops she called the cops or i think it came out that he called the cops because he was worried about her the way she was acting like she was having like a meltdown or something like that oh so he called the cops to and like, then when hey. they got there she had like marks on her arms or something or neck or something and she said something that because she said that they had to arrest him like, oh he touched me right. and then right. and then there's marks and it's like hey bud we gotta arrest you or something like that so i was like okay a fight definitely happened that's already well, not great. What is your definition of a fight? Uh, like physical contact, pushing, shoving, squeezing, choking, grabbing, okay. slapping, punching, pinching. So you flicking. think all that happened? It's, it's, some, some of it may have happened. Okay. That's what it sounded like at the point. Okay. This is my my raw thought process of what I'm expecting happened. So if he... More than a verbal altercation. So let's say he was shielding himself. Okay. And she was wailing on him. Sure. And he grabbed her wrist for wrist control yeah. to stop from getting hit. Yeah. And there were marks because he was trying to hold her back from hitting That's him. a fight. Right. Well, yeah. to you, it's a fight. Sure. Yes. That's a fight. To me, that's a beat down. <laughs> he was getting beat down? That's what I just said. Defending himself? That's what I just said. Yeah. If he was covering himself up yeah. and she's wailing on him yeah. and he grabbed her, her wrist so she couldn't keep fucking hitting yeah. him and he's like, stop, stop, what's going on? Yeah. And he's just holding her back. And, and then there's marks because he's yoked because he was just in Creed Cause he's Because she's using all of her might Yeah. and he's just sure. restraining what he can yeah. and she's livid. Yeah. And then cops show up because he called and was like, she's very upset. You're painting a very specific picture that we have no idea what happened. No, I know that. But I'm just saying, like, when you use the word fight, my definition of fight's very different. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's jab, jab, block, block. (laughs) Box step out, left, check hook as she comes in. Shin to the cheek. She does a switch kick, calf slice. You know what I'm saying? Like... You're breaking down the Thanos Hulk fight. She pulls guard. She gets him into. She lifts him up, breaks his back over her knee. She rubber guards him. She's moving to an omoplata. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Um, um, that's my def- my definition of fight is it's 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 two ways. Yeah, a fight is two ways. That's yeah. how I look at it. If it's not that, it's an assault and a beatdown. Yeah, uh, that's what that I, is. Yeah, I <laughs> I mostly agree with you there. I think. When it gets physical, there's fighting involved. It's a it's a fight. So if somebody when someone's it's it's not it's not (laughs) to me it's not like okay. So let's say somebody grabs that guitar that's next to you and slams it against you and the back of your head and you don't know and you get knocked out. Is that a fight? No. Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's my point. Like a fight is two people. If you said something that offended me and I started yelling back at you yeah, and then you started yelling back at me and I flip out and I start to like get like aggressive and you pick up the guitar and hit me in the head. Is that a fight? No, I would call that a fight. That's not a fight. It's a back and forth. I hit you with it's an, an ar- we have a verbal disagreement <laughs> and then I hit you with an object. You end the that's fight very quickly. A, that's not a fight. <laughs> that's an assault. A fight. That's an assault. Sure. That's an assault to me. So so anyway. Anyway, I was so like, I'm sorry. Clearly something there was an argument that got violent. Right. That's what we'll call it. Okay. <laughs> an argument that got violent. I like that. I like <laughs> I don't like that it happened. I like your definition of that. Sure. On one way or the other way, or both. We or don't both. know. Yeah. But that's what I'm thinking. And I'm thinking that's not great, but it may not be assault. It may be they 
have a really toxic thing going on and they it got out of control and that's still not cool but it's not like he assaulted somebody and got arrested and he's definitely not playing kang anymore <laughs> now it's like he might not play kang anymore you don't think so i don't know but then he released oh yeah you don't know about this i don't know about that uh i'm gonna read it do it do it do it do it do it do it, do it and I'm going to give a trigger warning. We may have done this, may have should have done this earlier because we've Probably. been talking about couples fighting each yeah, other. Domestic violence. Domestic violence. But this, uh, I'm I'm going to spoil this for you. I'm going to give a trigger warning for possible uh, abusive relationship tendencies okay. and, and like habits and, uh, and behaviors. Okay. So he released on his own, probably against the advice of his lawyers, to to cover his ass text messages between the two of them so it starts off uh it says today it was probably yesterday at 8 58 in the morning he said do you have did did you leave the keys goodbye and then her name it's blacked out weird and then she responds at uh 6 p.m please let me know you're okay when they get this they assured me that you won't be charged they said that they had to arrest you as protocol when they saw the injuries on me and they knew we had a fight fight she calls it a fight i'm so angry that they did and i'm sorry you're in this position we'll make sure nothing happens about this i told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone i only just got out of the hospital just call me when you're out i love you next message it's longer uh from who from her okay he doesn't respond to anything he's in jail probably yeah. do, you, do you have the keys goodbye and then she texts him all this they just called me again to check on me and reiterated how this was not an attack and i reiterated how this was not an attack and they do not have my blessing on any charges being placed i read the paper they gave me about strangulation and i said point blank this did not occur and should be removed immediately the judge is definitely going to be told this she ensured this to me I know you have the best team there and there's nothing to worry about. I just want you to know that I'm doing all I can on my end. I also said to tell the judge to know that the origin of the call was due to the collapsing and passing out and your worry as my partner due to our communication prior out of care. She promised all will be relayed. So she, she had a medical emergency. He called the cops or something and then they showed up and they were like, what'd you do? You knocked her out. And then, She's like, that's not what happened. Maybe. That's immediately how I read it. Right. And I was like, she's snapped out of whatever was happening. She's in a different frame of mind now. And she's saying, hey, this is what I'm telling them. I'm going to try and fix all of this. I'm really sorry that this happened. Blah, 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 blah. That's how I'm looking at it. Then I read all the comments <laughs> to that photo on Reddit. Yeah. Everyone's like, this is an abusive relationship 101. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, hey, I'm so sorry. I told them that it's my fault that you got angry at me and I'm not going to let them do anything wrong to you. Well, she didn't and say I'm telling she... all of I'm telling them all of these things about how it's a misunderstanding and I'm going to save you and I'm going to fix this and you don't have to worry about anything. And I'm so sorry. I love you. And blah blah blah. He didn't respond once during any of that. <laughs> was he even available to his I don't know, to his phone? <laughs> maybe he was literally in jail, but maybe he was he available was... at least to take his screenshots. True. Uh, and the screenshots was from... but the screenshots are after all that, right? You don't go back in time to screenshot and be like, "Look exactly. what's happening." Yeah. yeah. Um, but rereading it, thinking that it's uh, she. Oh, she might be in an abusive relationship. Uh, well, that's the lens that that's that's the bias of lens right there. Yeah. But it does fit the bill. She's saying, like, I I told them it was my fault that you got angry at me. That's not what she said. Hold on. Yeah, that's not what she said. You get the receipts. Um, <laughs> I told them it was my fault for trying to grab your phone. Okay. So also, uh, <laughs> that's the, not what that, you said before. And that, well, <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. that, what that makes me uh, remember of like what the full story is. Apparently, uh, he was texting someone, a woman on his phone. She got angry and jealous or something um, and grabbed the phone. And then that's when the altercation slash fight happened. Give me my phone back. Something like that. No, who's like, this bitch you're talking to? Give me back. Give me my phone back. Something like that. Talking to these dirty sluts. Give me my phone. <laughs> Give me my phone. <laughs> yeah. 
you are really painting like this exact scene for what happened. <laughs> and it is very in Kang the Conqueror's favor. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, so yeah, just... it's crazy. I have no idea what to think. It's weird of him. It's also weird of him to release those texts to like help try to clear his name. Like, look how hard she's defending me. That's proof I didn't do anything wrong. There we go. It's it's weird. And then some directors have come out and said that he's very aggressive and very difficult to work with on sets and things really? like that. People have yeah, said that. Yeah, and I think it's people just piling on, um, which we do see any time a big thing happens in the news. And it's like, oh, yeah, I've thought that the whole time. He always fucks dirty sluts. <laughs> yeah. I wish that could be the title of this episode, but it's super camp. That's his number sixth item on his writer for every set. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, and <laughs> stop saying it. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's fucked up and icky and gross. And I think no matter how it shakes out now, I'm just like, this this is a bad situation. He's not who I thought really? he was. Yeah. I think completely. See, I think that's sexist bias. To assume that he is the the abuser and not the abused. From what I'm seeing, <laughs> I I'm not a fan of either of them. No, I, I, to be I, clear, right? But she's not playing King Conqueror, <laughs> so I have no so problems because with whatever let's say he is a, a, a male victim of violence. You don't want to see him in. in you don't want to see him in, in yeah, movies. But what we know now is not pointing to that. It could be the what case. What do we know now? We know that she's texting him long paragraphs about how hardcore she's defending him. Because we know that she had marks on her arm. She's afraid of getting caught. We know that they got in an argument slash fight, whatever we're going to end up calling it, because of she got upset at it's something that he sure she got he upset was, at something he was doing on his phone with a potential woman or something thoughts, like yeah. that. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, people have said that he's difficult to work with. Here's the thing. I am putting this through the lens of me. I'm never going to get in a fight with a woman in the back of a cab, no matter what. So that's, that's, I mean, granted he's playing a villain, but he's having a very central role in the MCU for the next several years. And he's going to be very famous and he's going to be in a lot of interviews and he's going to kind of be the face of Marvel for the next few years. And if he's this type of guy... And he definitely which seems to be know. in the realm of which we this don't type know. of guy. We don't know exactly we don't know what happened. We don't, but we don't know what type of guy. But he everything really is. that comes out, it's getting closer to he's might be probably is that type of guy, isn't looking great. So I don't know. Well, I, I mean, here's the other thing: we have very little actual evidence. It's all very weird and foggy and hazy and anecdotal, and we'll have to see what happens when it comes out. Um, but it makes me feel icky. But I also don't know. That's just how I'm feeling right now. It, the, it is still developing. I will say I am willing to wait to see what happens. <sighs> yeah, I think I, that's there, fair. There's, there's, there's... Okay, now we can bring it into conversation. What are your thoughts about Justin? I don't even really know the whole story. He abused someone, and then the the no one said anything. He didn't say anything. No one from Rick and Morty said anything. He got fired from everything. Uh, pretty, like succinctly like you're just straight up out we want no dealings with you yeah and then uh it got dropped and then his comment was like i was knew this would happen i'm innocent <laughs> like so let me ask you a question yeah if somebody decided to lie yeah and say horrible things about you yeah and try to frame you yeah and take you to court yeah how would you react if you were a public figure? Because um, here's something that we as normal people don't understand. Yeah. That we, that when you're that level, if you're a Justin Royal and if you're a Jonathan Majors, yeah. you are a product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And your image Everything is your you brand. Everything you do is PR. You are your brand. Yeah. yeah. So anything that impacts you is impactful to your brand. Mm -hmm. Right? So it makes me wonder... Just how any other person handles that situation. Am I saying I'm a huge fan of how the whole thing went down with Justin Roiland? No, I'm not. I wish I never fucking went to a goddamn court case. Mm. But what I am saying is, what do you say after you get the case gets dismissed and you're proven legally innocent? What do you what are you supposed to do? 
Um, I don't know. Like, do you right? even know what? It's the, weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's weird. Uh, do you know what the case was exactly? <sighs> you probably know way more about it than I. Do. I honestly stopped paying attention to it because I was like, if he's out, he's out, and if he's guilty, he definitely don't want to know anything about this shit. Mm. Like about him, if he's guilty, fuck him. Yeah. Um. So I kind of just left it alone, and to be honest, I completely forgot about it because. <laughs> Fantasy hockey and work and Mandalorian <laughs> came out. So just, <laughs> the big three. Yeah, shit happened. And I just fucking forgot. Um, I believe it was. Uh, I think it was abuse. Yeah, it was abuse. People were trying to pin it on like something about underage girls. And there was some we- like that was I do remember that. That was a different thing. That was a different. It was pretty hardcore grooming some under underage girls. There were just some Twitter. freaky texts that he had with underage girls. Yeah. Like way too freaky. Way like, way very inappropriate. Well, it's just you shouldn't and, like, be talking about things that. on podcasts from back in the day. Yeah. Where he's like, the only reason we don't have sex with underage girls is because it's against the law. <laughs> and it's like, whoo boy. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack That's there. aggressive. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the text. So it's like, oh, he's probably definitely a pedophile. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, there's definitely not things an that. Acting pedophile. There's but. things that. Okay. So there's things that people say that is just, you're clearly a fucked up person. And then mm. there's stuff that people say where it goes, uh, I'm assuming you're joking, but if you're not, you're in that same category. Like, what's his name? He was super popular for saying this shit. Because uh, everybody was just, wow, you're fucking creepy. Matt Walsh. Mm. There you go. This this random internet personality named Matt Walsh. He's like mm. some blogger that's like, the woke agenda. He was saying something like, what did he? I don't, I don't remember exactly the specifics. He said some creepy shit like, girls are the most fertile between like 14 and 16. <laughs> yeah. And everybody was just, why are you saying that? Nobody's asking you for that opinion. Why are you throwing it out there? Like, there's a re- that's your justification for changing the legal law of consent. Uh, it's just fuck. And he's not young. Yeah, <laughs> he's like a 30, 40 year old dude. This is gross. Creepy, weird, nasty shit. Yeah. So when you say shit like that, it's just you're a fucking weirdo. You're <laughs> like, d- don't be saying that. <laughs> this is the creepy episode. This is I'm, a creepier. I'm creepier declaring. Episode. But um, <laughs> you you turn into something like Justin Roiland, uh. He wasn't legally being charged for talking creepy. No, it was it was different. It, it was, was assault abuse. or abuse, assault or and like abuse, yeah. and and it's just he was. It was domestic abuse. That's what it was. Domestic abuse, a federally federal domestic abuse case. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't found. The case didn't end finding him innocent. Mm. The case was dismissed. Yeah, right. Which isn't innocent. It's just been dismissed. Yeah. So, bleh, which happens that. when like the plaintiff runs out of money yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of reason that that can happen. So, so it got dismissed. So with Jonathan Majors, I just want to say, especially in context of stuff that you and I have talked about before on kind of other things, but we kind of touch base on society and culture here in the states in general, and that is kind of. Uh, let me put it out there. And if this is an extreme take, it's an extreme take. Oh, boy. I think you'll agree with me, though. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? Okay. Are you ready? No. Go ahead. <laughs> Just do it. Rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, pa- the patriarchy hurts men as well. Okay. Elaborate before okay. I agree okay. or disagree. So w- we all understand the patriarchy in terms of, uh, from a feminist standpoint, it is something that needs to be abolished because it hurts women. Yeah. Right. By as a consequence, or actually as a goal. Right? Yeah. That's what the patriarch is about. And I think what uh, not enough men, especially, admit to is the fact that the patriarchy hurts us too. Okay. For example, a very easy one, which we all know, is that it infuses this weird idea of machoism and being the quote unquote oh, yeah. alpha male. Yeah. This is the stereotypical. You can't cry. Show your feelings. Right. You right, can't. Right. Bill Burr has this has that bit of like. You just gotta stuff it down. You gotta fucking stuff it <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah, don't cry. Get... Don't cry. You see a cute dog. You don't care. You can't say shit. Don't yeah. say shit. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah, that's that's the patriarchy. I just don't prescribe to that. <laughs> no, I, I understand that, but I'm here to say that it, it does for the majority of people. 
<laughs> For the majority of dudes, of guys, of males, it does. This is a perfect time to fill in a little bit of backstory that I left out from an earlier story that I told on this okay. episode. Okay. When I was sitting next to my uncle watching the basketball game at a family party, mm-hmm. it was my cousin's 30th birthday party mm-hmm. that was drag themed, and I was dressed in full drag while I was watching this Jonathan Majors <laughs> commercial. So that is some shit that I do not prescribe to. No, that's fine. I probably complimented a lot of cute dogs on the way, too. That's no 100%. But you know what I'm saying when I say that, though, yeah. right? And that's part of, I think, it's not the same, I think, uh, outcome of patriarchy to be like, well, of course he's the bad guy. Jonathan Majors has to be a domestic abuser mm. because just because look at him and all these roles he's played and the stories that are coming out of him on set and all these things. Yeah. A part of that is, I think, a part of saying, well, he's a man. So that's what I expect when I like the most recent celebrity domestic case that I can think of that I paid attention to was the John Jones case. John John Bone Jones is a now a UFC heavyweight champion. John Bone Jones, yes, Bone. is his name. Yes, well, Bones Bone John John Bones Jones Bones is his nickname. Okay, <laughs> God damn it! I'm so upset. I thought his name was John Bones Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Just John Jones. Uh. He was he was found. Uh, he has the cycle of having a big public fuck up and then saying that it's just a test by God and he will persevere through his faith. And then he disappears for eight months and he pops back out again. Um, and the cycle repeats itself. The last instance was a domestic abuse case mm-hmm. where I guess his child came to the front desk because uh, the child's mother john's uh girlfriend Mm -hmm. was bleeding because he hit her Mm -hmm. and i guess it came to the front desk of what like a hotel hotel they were at yeah the child was like i think i think you need to call an ambulance because my mom's bleeding yeah like what happened and they were like oh john bones jones (laughs) she fell yeah like oh and then yeah everybody showed up and they went you're john jones girlfriend Mm. he clearly fucking hit you yeah a lot and he's a UFC heavyweight, which mm. means he's over 200 pounds. Um, what the fuck? And then she was saying, oh, no, 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 no. It's not what you think. It's not what you think. And they were like... <gasps> Abusive relationship. <laughs> yes. But they were like, lady, we have... Like, your face looks like you got fucking, like, like one-tude. Yeah. Like, legit one-tude. You, that's 100%. It's not a mistake. This man fucking beat you. And everybody was like, the fact the kid wasn't freaking out. And calmly just like walking around being like, oh, yeah, my mama, my, yeah. my mom fell. They're like, so that means this kid has seen it before. Yeah. So that means this is 100% domestic abuse. Yeah. And that was a huge thing of just, oh, you can never hit a woman. And then Dana White was found, who is this, the the head of the UFC, slapping his wife at a party in New Year's Eve. Mm. So, yeah. So, like, there are instances, especially it helps when evidence is there, that there is domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm not saying, oh, he's innocent until proven guilty. I mean, in a way, that's how the American system is supposed to work. But I believe it's a matter of what if maybe and there's an instance where perhaps he's he's a victim instead. And let's say these texts are accurate. I'm just saying we don't know. Yeah, because men I mean, get abused, too, is my point. And sure. it's falling into the patriarchy to think that men are always the ones in power. So therefore, they are the ones that should always be the abusers when it's very possible they are the abused. And if we don't validate the fact that there are male victims, well, it's very possible that we're just perpetuating the cycle of trauma. Yeah, I mean, it's... Uh, I'm not... Just a possibility. I'm, I'm not arguing. Yes. That, I'm that's agreeing that it's a possibility. Happened. Yes, it's a possibility. From what I have seen, my opinion is very much that it looks pretty icky. <laughs> it looks pretty bad. I... And, but case in point you to I you, I guess, you. is like the Johnny Depp situation, where that was a long uphill battle for that guy. And there was some ickiness. There was, there was definitely oh, some bad. situations that I would never. Find that was not a healthy in. situation. No, there there were faults on both sides for sure. But uh, there were a lot of lies that were initially believed and things like that. So yeah, I you are right there. But in these situations, I think Justin Roiland and Jonathan Majors <laughs> yes. are a bad starting point for you to bring up that point. 
because I think those two. Well, no, no, no. I'm especially only, Justin Roiland. I'm only using Jonathan Majors to bring up that point. Sure, okay. Justin, I'm not. Justin Roiland. Justin, I'm not. We're leaving over there. Justin, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Justin Roiland, kind of good riddance. I, so here's the thing. Good was, riddance, you say. I've been a fan of his with like Rick and Morty and things like that. Yes. And I've always thought he was funny, and the stuff that he made was funny. Um, but he always kind of, I couldn't put my finger on it. And obviously this sounds so dumb in hindsight now, but he always kind of like, there's something achy about him. Like he always rubbed me the wrong way. Like there's something different and weird about this guy in a way that's not like quirky weird. He's but it's like, this guy functions different. He's and I loose. Think, yeah. He's loose and just gross for the sake of being gross. And like, ah, I don't know if it's the, that. I think he's loose. Irreverent to an extreme kind of thing. Like he would do when he was making uh, video games for Squanch games and stuff like that. He would be doing interviews with like game journalists and he would just be like full, like he would act drunk and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, dude, but you're, you're like giving an interview and like you're wasting their time and stuff like that. So he would do some stuff that would annoy me, but I'd be like, that's a man in his craft. But now I'm just like, oh, I think he's just an asshole. Like, he's just There's an that. asshole who made some funny stuff and was friends with Dan Harmon. And then Dan Harmon and him worked together to make some really funny stuff. Like, when they came together and they made Rick and Morty, obviously. But Dan Harmon's a good example of somebody who has the uh, perspective of somebody who realizes, like, when he said his apology. Remember the whole oh, yeah, uh, like the Me Too moment and yep. movement and he got called out and he spoke to it? And he owned up to it because he, he knows he it. fucked up. Right. Yeah. But think about the majority of people that didn't. Yeah. Right? He was an outlier. It was yeah. just, wow, he owned it. Yeah. And he openly said it. He said, I was abusive in my power as a man and yep. I didn't realize that in my position of power and my role. And I didn't care because I was just getting the outcome I wanted because mm-hmm. that was my desire. Yep. And it was a horrible thing to do and it was the wrong decision. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think there's some merit to that. I think what we still need to see more of is people owning up to things and then fit, like fixing it. You know, Which who, I don't know how to solve for that. You know but. who else admitted it? I think I think they spoke up to it. I think it was Mario Batali. Because Mario Batali got... Uh, the orange Crocs guy? Yeah. Okay. He got called out on some of the stuff he did in the restaurant. I think, yeah. I think in the restaurant right. industry. And he... I remember... I, I think he spoke up and he said, yeah, I did do those things. I I was either drunk on power or just uh, just mm. drunk and out of, out, of, out of order and not professional to my colleagues. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm stepping away. And he stepped away from his, from his ventures. He was like, I'm not going to be a distraction to my, to the businesses. Sure. And I will be, I'll be away from this. I think that's a way to (laughs) not fix it, but like, I think. Well, speaking to it and owning to it is the point. Yeah. Considering the fact the majority of people were like, I did nothing wrong. I was just joking. Justin Roiland. Stuff like that. (laughs) Jonathan Majors. Right. (laughs) Um, yeah, I mean, I think it would be interesting if Jonathan Majors came out and said, like, we got into a really bad argument and I said some stuff I really shouldn't have. And it did get physical and neither of us are innocent, but this was blown out of proportion and blah, blah, blah. It's not. And we're working through it and we're speaking to the police and we're cooperating and blah, 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 or something like that. But he's just <laughs> sending screenshots of this text where he's just like, see, she's telling the cops that I did nothing wrong. She wouldn't lie, right? With a gun to her head. Well, what if she's not lying? Yeah, what if? But we don't know. But it we sure don't, looks shady. We don't know. Yeah. I think it's I think it's smart to always be uh question. Yeah. To, uh, to always question the situation yeah, yeah. and to not take it at face value. Yeah, exactly. But I don't all, all I'm saying is right now with the way I'm seeing it is I'm not gonna write him off just yet as far as oh, I'm glad that he's in the MCU. Mm. Because I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I still haven't made up my mind on anything yet, but I think that's, that's just fine. An update. We'll probably talk about it again, unfortunately, because I hate talking about these things. So I'm sorry to everybody who's <laughs> why do you hate talking about these things? Because this is an like it's an icky. entertainment yeah podcast. But we're we talking talk about, about Marvel and Star. We're talking about yeah. things that are tang- talking about actors in the MCU. We're talking about <laughs> actors with assault charges. We're not talking about how cute Grogu was. <laughs> so this for anybody 
who unfortunately this is your first episode no (laughs) there is one person who i'm pretty sure this might be their first episode this isn't normally what we talk about it's normally more lighthearted than this i promise it's not no Um, no no. and and again i'm not trying to of course i'm not excusing uh abusive behavior Uh, i'm just saying that the way it's shaking out i don't know how to judge it until until it gets judged I, I don't yeah. know. You know, it's we're circling D. Not enough information given on a, on the test answer. <laughs> yeah, that, that's really what I'm saying. It's yeah. it's really that, and I think it's just um, it's weird, right? Yeah, it's weird that celebrities are people that have lives, and people are awful sometimes. Right, but the the difference is, is that how many? There's so many different situations of horrible people. Or not even horrible people, but just people making mistakes. Yeah, that don't get front headline. Yeah, news exactly. isn't that like weird? That like we've probably known or interacted with people who have gotten arrested for similar things, and we've heard about like messy fights and oh my gosh, can you believe that happened and blah blah blah, like that. And it's like people hear about it and people know, and sometimes people don't because it's just something that happened privately and. It's not something that they choose to share and they have the yeah. ability to not choose to share it uh, where people like Jonathan Majors don't like he got arrested yeah, that's my, and that's the what I mean. whole world knew about it in a couple hours. That's crazy, right? Yeah. That's so crazy. Um, and that's that's got to be celebrity culture, right? Yeah. It's kind of horrifying. It Right. And being a celebrity definitely changes you like there's a lot of there's a different path that you take through life there's different lessons that you learn there's different priorities that you have there's different struggles that you go through and then all of a sudden you have a bunch of money and you have a bunch of people who just want to be around you and you're surrounded by yes people which is like the same thing that happens with like politicians and like specifically kanye west is like the number one example of someone who probably uh isn't on the best footing mentally probably yes he does have admitted issues yeah right but he's surrounded by yes men and is every crazy thought that comes out of his mouth people like ah man you're a genius you're a visionary there's there's two people that that get referenced uh i forget the comedian that talks about it but justin bieber yeah oh yeah (laughs) they were choking about how justin bieber was a kid yeah was a kid and became justin bieber yeah and it's like can you imagine at i think that's bill burr (laughs) Yeah, 16. Yeah, I think it was Bill Burr. 16 in a stadium full of teenage girls screaming for you. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yep. I couldn't have the courage to ask a girl out on a date at 16. Yeah. And imagine having tens of thousands screaming for 20, you. 20,000 yeah. girls screaming for you. Yeah. That's, it changes you. That's got to change how you perceive yourself in the world. If right? that happens once, and that used to happen like nightly for his whole tour every time he toured and it still happens so yeah that's crazy i mean I, you know what's a perfect example of somebody who changes from fame hmm. i remember listening to joe rogan way back in the day fear factor fear fa- when it was just uh talking talk uh, i loved the mma podcast hmm. talking to all the fighters and like learning about their training techniques hearing about from scientists and then he signed a deal with spotify and I said, I'm oh, not dude, He went off the rails years before Spotify. No, no, no. He, not the rails that he went off after Spotify That's and COVID. True. That's Absolutely true. not. Yeah, and d- then when he went to Spotify, I said, I'm not downloading an app and signing up for this shit just to listen to him. Mm. If there's any any cool guests, I'll actually like I'll tune into the clips on YouTube. Mm. And then COVID hit. Mm. And then it was, oh, he's saying some wacky sideways shit he went off the rails because he was surrounded by yes men surrounded by yes men surrounded by people who wanted to use his fame his platform and now it's like dude uh i don't know i i i can't stand him anymore yeah and it's just it was a th- it, it which sucks because he used to be a pretty straightforward dude that i could listen to to hear about and talk about like bjj in the history mm. of like the gracies and brazilian jiu-jitsu for those who don't know oh sorry thank you <laughs> brazilian jiu-jitsu and the gracies and and all the fucking stories about them and, and how they trained and all this stuff and all this cool shit about how people who travel like the people he had on like valentina shevchenko and how she grew up with her sister and they trained uh martial arts traveling the world like really cool shit yeah. and then it turned into this like political show yeah. And I was like, what is like this? Like conspiracies and all sorts of weird. He always had goofy conspiracy shit, but then it turned into like political conspiracy yeah, shit. Yeah, and like real, not goofy, and 
has one of the largest fringe. followings. Yeah. Like fringe shit. It turned yeah. to fringe shit. It went, yeah, it basically went from, haha, that's, that, that's so funny because there's totally aliens, man. There's, there's gotta be, there's totally, <laughs> yeah. It turned from that into like, dude, they 100% have lizard people under Congress. <laughs> and it's just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, it's wild. Yeah. That's a perfect example of like, to your point, fame changes you. Yeah. It has to. Exactly. And like, like some of these people we're talking about like grew up with fame and stuff like that so do you know how old jonathan majors is he is in his mid-30s he's 33 he's almost mid-30s that's wild huh he like carries himself like he's 47 mm-hmm. I, think he's- I thought he was in his 30s really yeah interesting well he's younger than michael b jordan who he played opposite in Creed, and he played the older friend of Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Isn't that wild? How old is Michael B. Jordan? I think he's like 37 or something like that. Yo, that makes me feel so good. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Didn't expect the head back kind of laugh, but I'm... I did the full-on J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you saw like the way my face uplifted. I went, he's 37. Okay. There's okay. hope for me. I feel good about myself <laughs> yeah. now. Okay. Okay. Yikes. Ooh, I, okay. I can still keep it. I can, or I can get it and then I can try to keep it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Okay. Great. Get it and keep it. All right. <laughs> that's, our, that's our wisdom for today. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this weird, completely off the rails, very different from what we normally do episode, uh, keep it to yourself. But if you like our normal episodes, give us a rating on iTunes. <laughs> Uh, we could we could still use help. We've seen a couple more trickling in, so thank you very much. Yay! Uh, and uh, if you're new to this, or if if you've been listening for a while, feel free to share with a friend. They these episodes are usually much more lighthearted than this, and we talk about entertainment and fun and games and movies and TV shows. I promise. Yeah, it, but, we uh, usually don't get into the topics of uh, breaking down the patriarchy and talking about. We used to a while ago, but I like asked you if we could stop. Did we though? (laughs) Yeah, we, we definitely did. No, there are a few episodes where I would be driving home and I'm like, I don't like what we just (laughs) uploaded to the internet today. (laughs) And this one might be, I might have some feelings when I get into the car, but I I think I represented myself fairly well. But I think we, there's some icky situations going on and they are related to entertainment. So we talked about them. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it is. Yeah. All right. Okay. Bye. We need to do the, is this the, the practice, the voice, the test? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do I sound good? I think so. The mic's a little low on your face. Do I sound good now? I don't know. It's now in the center of my face. I don't think so. Look at it. Oh, look at it. It's probably.